Previously on Dungeons and Doctorates. His friend Bertolt. Well, because that. Didn't that bridge attack happen like six months ago? <laughs> no, it was like a. It wasn't that long, was it? Like the bridge attack was. No, it like... was. It was. It was for you. It was. It was. It's been six weeks for you, but he said six months. All oh, right. As you start making your way towards the edge of the the grove, those two guys in grey cloaks break out in a sprint towards you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them yells out, "Excuse me! Excuse me! Oh, time to go!" And now we continue. So traveling through the the wood, you follow the path that you thought would lead you outside, but it has led you astray. It's led you somewhere else into the wood, somewhere you don't recognize. But knowing that there are people behind you somewhere chasing you, you continue to run until the sounds of uh, footfalls and, and things behind you falls to the distance. And you find yourself in... If you didn't know you were in the city, it would feel like you were in the middle of a woods somewhere else. Mm. The You cannot even see buildings through the, the, the thickets. Like, it's just, just deep wood, as far as you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, Harold, you're still an elk. Um, but you get to use your regular passive perception, right? Like you have animal physical stats, but your mental stats. Is that how that works? Yeah. So, but interestingly, I, I, so the you elk's the passive, eyes of an elk now. Well, the elk's passive perception is also 22. <laughs> you are as perceptive as an elk. <laughs> uh, well, elks do yeah. have eyes on the sides of their heads so mm. they can see movement. It's true. A lot better than we can. And elks have a history check of plus four. <laughs> I know elks. what I've been and I've seen things. Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, D&D. I love it. A lot of knowledge stored in those oh horns. Mm, mm. It's like elephants Spectacles never forget. Balanced on their nose. Elephants never forget. <laughs> well, um, Harold, uh, you're the first person to spot this. On a tree uh, about 30 feet away in the woods. It's basically as far as you can see, given the, the thickness of these trees mm. and the, the spiraling path. There's a mark that looks like it's been carved or chiseled into one of these trees. Mm. And it's a mark that you've seen around campus a couple times. Um, and you're familiar with it. You're not entirely sure what it means, mm. but you do know... 
It is the symbol of the Enigma Society. Right. That stylized question mark E and S. Hmm. Hmm. It's weird. What's weird? Uh, also, as an elk, you can't talk, can you? You, you make no. elk noises. That's okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So, what does an elk noise sound like, Ross? I actually don't know. <laughs> they make. I'm pretty sure elks. Oh, I like the sound of elk make makes is like a like a it's like it's like a deer. Like it's a it's a, a big kind of what like. What sound does a deer make? Uh, so they would make a sound. Let's keep this in. Let's keep this in. Like this is not so, helping. Okay. If it was, if 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 Ross is just like doing small noises. It would be just kind of like um, I'm gonna a horse or a cow, like sort of things. But they actually the the cry of an elk is, uh, if, unless you unless you know what it sounds like, it's haunting. Actually, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I just YouTubed it. It's uh, um, yeah. to go into the sound. Can you please, Ross? That's a mark for you. Yeah, um, the cry of an elk is actually haunting. It's um. Oh my gosh! Can you share computer sound? I really yeah, I just this. um, I just put it in the oh, okay. uh, the the Facebook. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they make like regular noise, like they make like big animal noises. Um... <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, elks make this terrifying, haunting noise, and if you don't know an elk is making it, you would just think there's a demon in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Howl almost. I am saving that YouTube link for when this goes live. So then, like three days later, I can say, "Hey guys." And uh, Ross, maybe you need to do an entire stream about uh, weird sound effects you've had to pull from nowhere. Well, the funny thing is, I actually think I have that already in one of the sound effect packs. I have, I have so many. Like, actually, it's crazy. I have so many like uh i have like all of these different animals and like foley like yeah uh so i i have i'm guessing you make the noise of smaller smaller noises to if you want to try and get your companion's attention and you don't bellow into the woods yeah or you could always uh, shapeshift out of your wild form into Harold form again, but then you'd have to like drop the, the things on your back, the people on your back. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not totally sure that like, whilst that symbol is interesting, like we do have a mission to sort of get out of where we are. So I'm not, I, I feel like that's more of a file it away. Yeah, that might not be an immediately obvious like. If it becomes oh, this relevant. is something that I need to tell people thing. Yeah, like if it, be- yeah. if it then becomes relevant maybe yeah because we're still trying to book it right or like we're oh yeah we're we're also you're also lost we're not getting where we think we are um um let's get a survival check from everybody yeah so So actually uh yeah survival check to try and work out if you it's the elk survival russ 13 uh plus four i would say that makes sense yeah. Um, I got a um, six, by the way, Ben. A hot six. Oh, I have yeah, the same... Stopping strong. 
I'm I'm pretty sure what what you're experiencing, Ross, is that you keep your mental stats. You keep your intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores. Could be. It could be that D and D Beyond is smart enough just to show me that because I do have the same wisdom. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I shall survival. Oh no, uh, eight. Mm. <laughs> uh, none of you know where you are apart from the general location of being in the park in the city of Feromastus. Mm. If if we were that lost, Potentia would kind of get down off of the elk under the assumption she's still on the elk and, and mm. have a bit of a look around to see if she could find anything that was indicative because this isn't right. This feels like weird mm. magic that is... Out of interest. Incorrect. Oh, sorry, keep going. You're right. No. Um, give, me a, give me a perception roll. You go, Joe, while I do that. What's the carrying capacity of an elk? Uh, I will tell you my strength. There is a rule. I have a strength of plus three, so... Mm-hmm. So technically given that you can carry us. You're a... I, I actually don't think I was carrying all people, of you. Right? No, I was I, carrying... I'm pretty sure you were carrying one. Maybe I was, I was running behind you. Yes, I think that yeah, was yeah. what we did. Yeah. So um, Meredith plus uh, Berthold. So I rolled... Sorry, perception. Yes. 22. Okay, you also see that symbol. Right. Um, well, I know what that symbol is, so I want to go have a proper look at it and see if I can suss out, like, what and why and where and how that would have gotten Okay. Here. That does involve you, like, walking 30 feet away from the group. Sure. Okay. That's, I'm right, a well, member of a society. That. Like, it's... Mm. I am going over to have a look at this symbol because I'm like, well, hang on. That's better than not knowing where I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you walk over to investigate What were you this. saying, Joe? Sorry. Uh, while Potentia's doing that, I'm just going to do a very quick medicine check on Bertold. So um, Meredith's going to slide down off the elk um, and, yeah, just give Bertold a super quick once over just to check he's all good. Um, Bertold is draped over Elk Ross's, Elk Harold's back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess as you slide off of Harold's back, you like have to, like, reach up and examine him yeah i'm just gonna double check he's still breathing doesn't have any obvious wounds that sort of thing uh he appears well give me a medicine check Uh, 10 um he's alive he uh seems to just be unconscious cool um doesn't seem to have any other injuries that you can tell cool cool it's a bit hard to see from the elk yeah yeah, exactly. Uh, Potentia, you examine this this mark in the tree, and it looks it looks somewhat fresh, like it looks like it's been carved only kind of in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, the tree hasn't grown back in a way to uh recover, reclaim some of this damage that's taken. Um, It also looks like uh, actually give me a what's it going to be investigation I think is the best way Uh, 13 plus 6 (laughs) so 19 please okay um, He's intelligent. I don't know what to tell you. This doesn't look carved in a way where someone's taken a knife and just like slashed into a tree. This looks like 
uh, slow and deliberate, almost like chisel marks mm-hmm. on this tree. Um, but there's something uh, something naturalistic about it. It doesn't look... It doesn't have the straight lines that you'd expect from a chisel. Wow, almost sounds like you need a druid. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. The druid, who is, who is currently in elf form, has seen me walk over to the thing, so it's not like they're dumb. Um, I am going to... Does it look... Does it look... Being a magic human, does it look like it's been magically created? Uh, I'll, I'll let your investigation ride for this one. Um, no, it doesn't look like it's been magically... Magically created. Uh... And I'll float your previous perception roll over as well. You hear something in the distance uh, tapping. Uh, like a something on on the sound of something tapping on wood. Um, no worries. I will... Uh, look back to the group uh, and sort of Harold, I know you're currently otherwise have your hands full, but uh, if you could come and have a look at this, I think that would be helpful. Um, are we... Like, do, do I feel like we are still being pursued? You feel like you are being pursued, but the immediacy is not like that you know that somewhere in the distance there are people mm-hmm. searching and, tr- and coming for you right but they don't seem to be here and now all right in which case then i will turn back into harold um given that the the guy has been looked at by meredith anyway um and yeah head over and have a look at the uh the, the symbol that i saw earlier um, give me a nature check. Yeah. Weirdly an intelligence roll for some reason. Uh, 19. You've seen this kind of mark in, in marks and trees before. Mm. Um, never in, Never forming a pattern like this before. Never never this intricate. But you've definitely seen like lines in trees that looked carved, but um this tree has been carved into is the wrong word, but mm. um had a woodpecker do its its business here to to carve out this this group. Like it's that same mm mark you've seen before but never never in this pattern never something so intricate that's very odd um it reminds me quite a bit of uh, you know like a woodpecker how they would sort of uh mark into trees but why a woodpecker would make such an intricate and obviously uh recognizable mark i'm not sure unless perhaps uh the woodpecker 
you know, like I can do the wild shape, perhaps someone else turned into a woodpecker in order to do this? I was about to say the same thing, so like I can't, um, yeah, you've kind yeah. of <laughs> cut off what I was going to say. Um, like she shrugs at you in terms of like a welder, like, okay, like in terms of that, like when you said woodpecker, she's gone, oh, well, okay, that's probably someone who can shape into a woodpecker, fine. <sighs> So how does one find one of you? Like, she says that in a sort of, like, I don't know how to describe the nature magic that you do without just saying druids. Well, we don't really have a calling card, per se. Uh, I mean, it's possible this person isn't even here anymore. I can hear them. I mean, trees... Sorry? I can hear them. Um, she like looks around to Meredith. Just goes, "Can you hear? A, can you hear a tapping?" Uh, perception. Yeah, perception. Harold's Meredith, passive. You can, can you hear, hear a tapping? Yeah. Oh, I got twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, you can hear off in the distance. Oh, can I me. hear it well enough to kind of figure out where it's coming from? Uh, um, all your passives are like you. Your perception rolls and, and, and Harold's passive are just high enough now that you can like, okay, wait a minute, let's triangulate this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's over. It's over that way. It sounds like it's coming from over there. All right. Well, uh, I suppose we're not getting anywhere, are we? So we, I don't think we have anything to lose by going over there. No, I guess not. Um. She's gonna nominally like sketch down or write down where this is in relation to the direction that they are going. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's gonna look back towards Bertolt, who I'm guessing now is a pile of Bertolt on the floor. Yep, Bertolt is being deposited in the leaf litter. Yep. What do we do about? She like looks back at him. Him. Hmm. You're all so physically strong and capable people. I mean, we could we could lean him up against this tree for now, but... Oh, I think we need to take him with us. Are you proposing that you carry him, Meredith? I feel like you might have Well, some... I don't know how, but I don't think we should leave him behind. Um... Did someone grab his leg, someone grab his shoulder? I don't... Harold, are you able to elk again? Well, the problem is, uh, if uh, I can only do it so many times a day, it takes quite a lot of focus. So, okay, all right. Well, in an emergency, we sort of wouldn't have that option anymore. Okay, here's what we're going to have to do. Um, one of us, I think, is going to have to either piggyback, um, or we're going to have to uh, shoulders legs. I could maybe, uh, I could maybe have Orion do it. Yes. We uh, can't leave I him mean, here. We don't know where they are. We don't know how far behind they are. Whilst that is true, I trouble. don't think they care about hurting him. I think they might. Well, like they care about, about, but we have to they, go back and get him again. And they clearly want him back, right? I mean. 
they were very insistent that he were not to leave. I, mm. I, I worry that they would seize him, essentially. This poor man has been epically brainwashed. I, I really, I personally really don't want to leave him behind if, if possible. Potentia's just like looking at the both of them. He like needs she, our help. She knows they're being reasonable about wanting to help him, but she's like looking around at the three of them being like, we don't have, we are not capable of doing that. You can carry a person between the three of you, sure. But like carrying a person and being able to manoeuvre in any way, like she's fully aware that that's not a thing. Like there's no way we can lug this person and move at the same time. And like you're very like you're, you're clearly looking like she's looking at you, like you know in that I've got stuff all over me like I've got my bag and I've got like my equipment but I can't carry like she's not physically strong. She's not actually that helpful when it comes to picking someone up. Neither is Meredith. Um, Although strangely, actually, Potentia is the strongest in the group physically. <laughs> Potentia yeah. has the That's highest strength so in the group. Stupid. Okay. How am I the I mean, tank? How am so I the tank? Potentia the wizard Potentia. with a tall strength. Is the, 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 how am I the, the tank? The, the spirit bear has a strength of 18. Plus four. Okay. Okay. Yes. Like, Orion can carry Berthold. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I will I will summon uh, Orion uh, second level and um, have have yeah have Orion. Um, like carry what does him. this look like? So I assume we actually do have to lift him onto Orion, like because I can't really summon Orion under him in the same way that you know, it kind of worked with, uh, um, yeah, with the wild shape. So I assume, and sorry, Meredith, I assume Potentia and I are... Uh, <laughs> oh, Meredith is going to try her best him. to help, though. She's going to yeah. make a valiant effort to be yeah. like, you know how people do that where they're just One like, foot. I'm helping! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's doing yeah. that. Uh, she picks yeah. up the end of so, his robe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so three feet tall. <laughs> Meredith, if she helped, would prov- if she used an athletics roll, I'm just looking at your stats, would add a plus zero, and only a plus zero, because she has <laughs> half proficiency as a, dr- gonna, as a bard. I'm going to cast Inspiration. And then, and I, don't, I don't think it's necessary, to be honest. We're good. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It's fine, Meredith. Make sure he doesn't drop any of his things. Make sure you've got all of his things. She's like mid sort of like humming a tune and like, okay. Save it for later. We love when you're inspirational, but it's just not now. Okay. We also don't want a song to bring them closer. Um. Okay. I just just want to help. I'm so sorry. Hey everyone, Ross here as always. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. Apologies in the past few episodes, there might have been a lack of a couple of things that you might normally expect, like say the mid-show message and the previously segment. Um, We were all on holiday and we were basically trying to get as many episodes scheduled as we could for you guys, so uh, we are back to our normal procedures now and hopefully um, you're all enjoying the return of the previously on segments and things like that i do have coming up for you uh, the second half of the common room 
that we recorded live a little while ago. And remember that you can follow us on Twitch if you want to get involved live for our Common Room episodes. We will be recording those live from now on. It was a really exciting and fun way for us to do it, and we enjoyed it so much that we're going to do that from now on. And also, now we are back from holiday, uh, you can expect some more Twitch streams from us. We've been enjoying doing those, and we would love to have you there. We love chatting with you while we're doing stuff. I'm thinking of some games that I might play. I was playing Andromeda 6. Uh, I might play some more of that. And also, maybe, uh, I was thinking of doing a Elden Ring co-op. So if any of you would like to play Elden Ring co-op with us, uh, let me know. Uh, send us a message and maybe we can arrange that with the new Seamless Co-op mod, which seems like a lot of fun. Remember, you can support the show by letting people know that you listen to the show, talking about it on social media, recommending us, giving us a review on podcast platforms that have reviews. It actually does help a lot more than you think. And also, you can visit our merch store at merch.dndoctorist.com. We have some pretty cool stuff up there. Uh, and I think you would, uh, yeah, I, I think if you're a nerd, you will enjoy some of the things we have to offer. But for now, let's get back to the rest of this week's show. Oh. So yes, you you summon Orion in the shape of a bear, and uh, together Harold and Merit, Harold and Potentia lift this person up onto its back. Yeah. And then you go traipsing off in the woods after this this woodpecker. Yeah. I feel like traipsing off is a bit unfair, but like trying to track in the best way that like we're not tripping through the fields okay well, you're not um, Meredith might be Meredith might be so one, one of you give me a survival role uh, with advantage not me because uh, you're working can together guarantee that it's would not be me, me. Yeah. <laughs> that would be me uh, it's almost like the druid the, has to do druid things occasionally <laughs> the one with the most um, wood travelling experience uh, twen- 20. Okay. Yes, you travel through the woods for, for some time and you spot uh, about 50 feet away a woodpecker on a tree tapping away. And it's carving the symbol of the Enigma Society. Uh, okay. Uh, can I? Can I, using my druidness, uh, discern if I think this is a real animal or someone who is wild shaped? Hmm. Give me a nature check. Hmm. Ugh. Eight. Uh, from fifty feet away. You can't tell. Mm. Just just a woodpecker slamming its head into that tree over and over again. But carving a symbol. Why do that? that? It, Is it they, nesting? They're getting or? bugs. They're getting bugs. They're okay. getting bugs out of the tree. But they're like skulls are reinforced like, um, like a football mm. player's uh, like helmet so their brain doesn't get destroyed by slamming their head into the tree over and over again. Huh. Like they also use it for inside. communication and to attract a mate. They use it for lots of things. But yeah. It's dumb. I just realised I'd never actually thought about it before. 
Well, we don't really have woodpeckers in Australia. Well, we really so. don't. Yeah, we definitely don't. Mm. <laughs> um. Well, Harold, you can't work out if it's a, a, a real bird or a, a druid in wild shape. Weird question: How does message work when someone is nominally transformed? Uh, like, message can I is... give a message to a elk? Is my question. It's kind of my question. We've previously said that message is like mental to mental. Yeah. Um, so, yes, you could message Harold and he could respond in. So so, my, so what I would like to do, because message is a cantrip and I'm a wizard, is message the woodpecker, please, with, why are you carving that symbol into the tree? In uh, common, just for clarity. Yeah. Not in bird. When you do that... Whisper that only I can hear. Yeah, when you do that, uh, it stops pecking into the tree and uh, it looks like you've startled it. Like it mm. like it drops from the from the, the tree it was holding onto and like flaps around before darting into a tree branch and like into some leaves. And you hear back who, who who's there? Um She's gonna look before she responds to that. She's going to look at Harold and say, well, I got a response from it using that little trick of mine. So I'd suggest it's probably a druid or similar. She's then going to immediately message back. Just a friend who recognises that symbol you're drawing. I'm down at the bottom of the tree, if it's helpful. Are you are you attempting to hide it in any capacity? Okay. Um, you see a woodpecker like poke its head out of the branches uh, and look in look around. And can then I do that obnoxious tap wave that people do when you've spotted someone you know across a crowded room, but you don't necessarily feel like you need to walk over to them? I mean, that feels very pleasure. Yeah, that place. <laughs> um, this woodpecker will fly over towards you mm-hmm. and uh, perch itself on a, a nearby branch. No, not on your fingertip. <laughs> nearby branch. Would be cool. Could have fully uh, snow-whited just, the picture. Just, just like 10 feet away um, up in the tree next to you. Just looking down at you. Like doing that thing that like turning its head side to side, like examining you. Would Potential know what kinds of creatures can change themselves into what types of people can change themselves into animals. Like, that's the kind of thing that you might have read, right? Especially with the context of Fine Familiar being her study. It's probably on the peripheral mm. of, like... Um... I feel like this is an arcana check. Okay. Yeah. 17? 11 plus 6? Um, oh, you know that druids can wild shape. Mm. You know that the spell polymorph also exists, mm-hmm. which is um, turning people not druidic. Yeah. yeah, turning people into other things, whether it's animals or objects. Um, you know can that, you that polymorph can be permanent. Nope. Someone's just started chainsawing outside. So sorry, I just mm-hmm. it's like can I can hear it 
through these. Yeah. That's why I just wanted to check if it was coming. Uh, no, I don't think we can hear it. It no, stopped. I got nothing. It stopped now, so hopefully it's... Yeah. Sorry. Um, you know that polymorph can be made permanent? Yeah. Uh, trapping an individual. But you also would know that polymorph, uh, unlike a druid's wild shape, affects mental yeah. uh, abilities as well. So uh, a person over time loses their memory of being anything but mm-hmm. a bird yep. or a, a sword, or whatever they might be. Cool. Um, I'm going to turn to Harold and just say, well, I don't know if they're stuck that way, but that appears to be someone with some form of cognitive understanding, communicating in common. Possibly another druid then, I suppose. Um, Shall I ask? Uh, I mean, I, I don't see why not. I, I, I mean, uh, you're both presumably members of the Enigma Society. I suppose that's the common ground, essentially. Um, Potential's going to look to Meredith and just sort of ask, do you think it's wise to ask them if they're a druid? Or better down the more enigmatic question line. I need to ask, are you whispering this conversation? I would assume, given that like, we're all standing together, that this is not a very loud conversation. If- okay, because this, this, this woodpecker's only yeah, ten yeah. feet away. Okay. I feel like the more we talk like this, the more suspicious it's going to get. So we might need to just ask it. She's going to look back and instead of messaging, just say to the woodpecker are you a druid or is this something someone has done to you (laughs) or both (laughs) the woodpecker like looks at you seems to consider your question and then chirps once um is once yes once for yes twice for no three times for I don't understand what you're talking about uh, the woodpecker chirps once. Like she looks around, slightly frustrated at the other two, in this sort of like, "Do you want to be able to hear the conversation, or do you want me to do this the more efficient way?" I trust you. What's What's the more efficient way? Well, you won't hear it if it's more efficient. Oh, that's fine. Uh, yes, just give us the. Uh... Too long didn't what's, message version, I suppose. <laughs> no, TL, the too long didn't read. The too, <laughs> scroll too long didn't read. Um, <laughs> so in that case, she's going to go back to using message. Okay. A druid who is a member of the Enigma Society? I graduated, so I guess that makes me an alumni. That's not a straight answer to the question. Oh, sorry. Yes, uh, I drew it. Is woodpecker form by choice? Yes. Why are you carving the Enigma Society in, in a non-enigmatic kind of way? As a member, I'm curious. I don't know what things are like now, but when I was a member, we helped people and solved mysteries 
And what mystery are you seeking to help someone solve? The mystery of the people going missing. I hoped the symbol would lead people, well, I guess to me. And it has? What now? Well, now I'm trying to work out if you're here to help. Um, she's going to, like, indicate Bertolt being carried by Orion. Mm, big starry big bear. Starry bear. <laughs> well, we found this one, and he's not in a particularly good state. So we were trying to help him, which I assume is the same as trying to help you. There's a moment where the bird kind of, like, turns its head to think. And then uh, hops off the branch and, like, flitters down to the ground, um, where it wild shapes back into a human uh, humanoid. Uh, she appears to be a half-elf. Um, she's wearing similar robes to Bertholdt, but where his are plain and grey, hers are plain and brown um, and her, her hair is like neatly tied back uh, and she has like a, a belt of pouches Meredith just kind of looks, looks at the others and goes, guys, guys, robes robes I mean I assume she's literally in front of us so that's going to be real obvious to yeah. her <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, 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 and like Meredith's given her a bit of side eye like are you on the level? Uh, apologies for the level of subterfuge I have used these are dangerous times potentially like looking at her slightly can, more expectantly or at least expecting the others to um, you can call me uh, Sister Juniper So Have you you're... come to help us? Well, so, sorry, you're presumably part of the fraternity then? Uh, yes, but also no. You attempted to infiltrate them? Um, I'm probably not the best one to explain all of it. But you, you're here to help, I get the impression. Um, well, sort of indirectly. We, we came to uh, settle an old debt, and in doing so, I suppose, discovered the, the grove, and clearly some kind of enchantment has been placed over that area and, and the people inside of it. Um, you can see our friend here is, uh, well, didn't react well to being removed from the grove, actually. Ah, well, I'm just glad that a, a group of adventurers has finally decided to, to come into these woods. Follow me, I'll, I'll take you to, to Brother Morel. He can explain more. She starts walking. Do you follow? Um, attention follows. I'm Meredith is going to exchange glances with Harold and then 
follow. She's still a bit cautious, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so as as you walk, uh, she talks to you along the way. Uh, so so you're all members of the Enigma Society. I am. Well, uh, 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 Meredith and I are sort of adjunct members, I suppose. Uh, we're not officially part of it, but we also have. Well, we've sort of solved a few mysteries of our own, I suppose. Um, we're most good recently, with some the, of the members. Yeah. Yes, basically. Um, We're sort of she, she like stifles a laugh. Well, it's good to know the society is working as it always has. Have a few key members and various tagalongs. That sounds about right. It's been a couple years since I was uh, at the university. Good to know the society is still going. Yes, well, we don't see each other very often, but that doesn't mean that it's not still going. There's plenty of oh. mysteries on campus. That's interesting. We used to hold like um, fortnightly or monthly events where we'd get together and discuss mysteries and rumours and things. That's not happening anymore? I can't say I'm much of an events person regardless. Ah, ah that's that's fine. You know, the, you know, everyone's really up for that kind of stuff. I can't help but notice uh, that some of your group, she, she like looks at Meredith, keep staring at my robes. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're sort of dressed a bit like the people that are attacking us. Yeah. Um, I can explain. Uh, I graduated from the university and you know, as a lot of people tend to do, tried to get a job. Uh, the job market wasn't great. I uh, took some kind of part-time work, I guess, with this charity organization, um, which I, I guess turned out to be a cult. Um, mm. uh, but I realized it was a cult. Um, so I didn't, I wasn't really swayed by their, their ideologies as such. There's really strange about their brainwashing isn't there yeah yeah, yeah it's not it, but, it, mm. yeah so there's a lot of people that are definitely under their sway and um what you might call like true believers in the cause uh turns out if you actually know the place as a cult, it's really easy to navigate your way through the organization to a position of um, somewhat authority. Oh. Uh, and she, like, reaches into her pouch and produces a, 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 a pin, a badge, which is a tree trunk. Mm. So you're kind of an inside spy type? situation? Oh, no, I, I I fully, I joined up mostly to kind of earn some money while I was looking for something else. Uh, and then I met uh, Brother Morel. Uh, and then, I mean, the schism happened, and um, we're just kind of hiding out in the woods, trying not to get captured and killed. The schism, that sounds very, very capitalised. 
Ah, uh, yes. Well, I'm, again, I'm. I'm not really the person who should be telling you all this stuff. Brother Morel. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we're almost there. Okay. Can you give us some more information about Brother Morel? Like, what? Uh, what's his deal? Give me a. Persuasion roll. Ah, persuasion. <gasps> can I, I say, can I, quote unquote, help by as soon as Brother Morel's yeah. raised, sort of looking more interested and like tuning into that conversation as opposed to sort of that walking. Well, the, this person's very uh, keen to to provide information and talk mm. with you. So Meredith, roll this with advantage. Okay. Ah, go away. Seventeen. Brother Morel, there um, are or were uh, one of the two um, like roots of the organization. Uh, roots. Kind of the highest level, or the the deepest level, I guess, of the organization. The leadership. Well, I see what they did there. Yep, very clever. Um, okay. And and he's sort of the reason that well half of the reason that the schism happened, um, and uh, we as his following his side of things um, are now the ones um, being hunted. I guess right. It's not a good situation, honestly. Um, I mean, I would like to just get out of the woods. Uh, but the woods are currently under the control of the the grey robes and um, us brown robes where you know just kind of trying to survive wait you're stuck here well I the woods are under their control and the paths that lead out of the woods are heavily guarded or um They'll, they'll turn back around and lead you deeper back into the woods. Meredith, like, stops and looks at Harold and Potentia and goes, They're stuck here. 